Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show, the Lord Nelson, that is. Yeah, from the show Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, I have another special guest. And this young man, you know, I got to do a, do, do a little reading about him and big him up like I big up all my guests and let you know how I feel about this young man. And so without further ado, I will roll into it just like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I have once again been blessed to have a fellow CMS Network creative dock his genius in the harbor of the land of the Lord. He's a music lover, a promoter extraordinaire, a veteran, a father, an all-around great dude whose show is a great watch and listen for all in search of great entertainment, as well as an informative perspective on a vast amount of topics. My brothers and sisters, once again, without further ado, I welcome for you, for you, the program director, editor, and host of the amazing Today's Boon Toggle Podcast, Build the Thrill, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clap him up, clap him up. Yes, indeed. Welcome, young man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Man, what an introduction, man. Yeah, man. You, you always get me pumped up, man. Hey, man, you got listen, you're deserving of it, man. And, and listen, just respect maximum to you, man. You, you're a great dude. And uh, we're going to have a good time and a great conversation, man. And, and I'll roll into it like the, the first two questions are always the same with me. Where are you from is the first question. Um, well, I was uh, born and raised in a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, mm -hmm. uh, North Olmstead, to be exact. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, probably like west side of, of Cleveland, mm -hmm. you know. Uh Born and raised in the in in North Olmstead, and uh, currently living in 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 Brook Park, Ohio, still west of the Cleveland area. You know, you go away for the military, and you always like say, "I I miss home, I miss home," and you, everybody claims their their city, especially during football season, which right. unfortunately you know, I had to claim the Browns and stuff a lot of years. But uh, now that I'm older. And my body don't like the weather as much. I'm I'm looking for possibly moving down closer by you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it gets cold up there, man. No doubt about it. So, so what's the best thing about being from there? Um, I mean, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, man. I tell you what, you know, it 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 it's, it seems like it's been the butt of jokes and many, uh, you know, for people that never been here. You know, if you watch right. shows and stuff like that, you right. know. Uh, the, the river that lit on fire and all that stuff, man. But it's, uh, you know, I, I just knew, know a lot of, you know, hard working class people, man, you know, that, uh, that, uh, you know, up times, down times, man, we just, we just keep grinding forward, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's taken a lot of hits, but, uh, man, you know, I mean, I guess right, you know, our, our claim to fame that that we will both uh, connect with is, you know, now rock and roll, the rock and roll Hall of Fame here. Yes. you know, and it sounds Indeed. like we're finally going to start getting some of the induction ceremonies here. Which, so so big things are 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 on the rise for the city, but uh, you know, just uh, but it's also it it you know it's like I said, it's been through a lot of ups ups and downs, and uh, one thing that I think I learned from just growing up here in Cleveland is grit, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, indeed, indeed. Love, love. Well, well, you're a veteran, and I salute you, my brother. I really do. So what was your military experience like, and what prompted you to enlist? Um, first, I'd say, you know, what prompted me to enlist is, uh, you know, uh, well, I mean, being completely honest, it's like I didn't have a lot of options. I just barely made it out of high school because I was like, you know, always wanted to be the class clown. Didn't take, <laughs> you know, education too serious, I guess. Right, right, um, right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but also it's like, you know, as as a kid, man, where I, I, I think majority of us uh, that have any kind of relationship with our father, we're always trying to seek that blessing, mm. you know, that that. uh that I'm proud of you, son. Mm -hmm. And my dad was a World War II Marine, you know, and he was wow. proud of his service. And I grew up around that. And, right. uh, you know, that uh, that drove me to want to to join. And originally I was supposed to go into the Marine Corps. Unfortunately, uh, you know, some of, some of the other early struggles in my life reared its ugly head. And Marine Corps wasn't for me. But thankfully, you know, the Navy took me in and I, I was able to... Uh, still go uh serve you know got you got you well look you handled your business you did your thing man so that's that that's love so so what what was your experience like in the navy um i mean man you know it, it, it was uh <laughs> there there was a there was a lot of growing up at an immature level <laughs> i guess is one way to put it you know um i you know I mean, I'm, you know, I'm even at, at, at 50 years old, I'd say I'm still a little bit behind the curve on, on, on maturity, but, um, <laughs> you know, going into the, you know, I would, I, I felt I was kind of prepared for boot camp. I mean, it was Navy boot camp, So, you know, um, it was what it was, you know, damn, I could fold some underwear, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of physical stuff to it too, but it wasn't like, you know, what I would have experienced had I gone in the Marines and, and stuff. Um, right. but, uh, there was that attention to detail, man, you know, and how important that was. And that, you know, realizing as somebody that was, I undiagnosed with ADHD, mm -hmm. you know, attention to detail, man, was something that <laughs> was had to be driven into me. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'll still struggle with, I guess today, but, um, you go, you know, I'm, I'm 18, 19 years old. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm, I'm on a flight deck of an aircraft carrier. Mm. I, I'm working with F-14s, you know, it was like, it looked really cool when Tom Cruise was flying in them right. and stuff like that. But man, if you didn't keep your head uh, on a swivel and, and, and really pay attention to detail up there in the aircraft carrier, unfortunately, you know, I've seen some people not make it, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. uh. So that was that there, there was, like I said, there was that growing up fast at an immature level, because like when you worked hard, you, we, I guess would decompress in a way that, uh, um, I, I picked up a lot of dark humor, mm. I, I think during that time period to, to decompress and, and, and deflect. And I also picked up or, or really, uh, amped up, uh, some of the addictions and stuff side that I had struggle with for many years yeah yeah so so now now i i know some people in the navy uh one of my cousin's husband he was in the navy um 
where do you go to? Where is boot camp for the Navy? I don't even know that. It's, you just <laughs> made me think about it. I've never thought about that before. Where is boot camp? Well, um, around the time that I was getting ready to go, I believe they still had the three locations. One was Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, another was, um, I think San Diego. Okay. Um, but the most infamous one and, and the one I drew the, the lucky, uh, straw, you know, for was, uh, was Great Lakes, Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the one I, that I still is, uh, is the main operating one today. I got you. I got you. So, you know, down, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, and, you know, we had the Charleston Naval Base, of course, which was big then. And, you know, it's closed down now, but it was uh, it was major back then, you know, when I was young, even though I didn't spend a lot of time there, but it was major. So when you think about like these these aircraft carriers and stuff like that, when you see them like out in the big ocean, you don't really understand how massive these things are, or even those submarines, how massive they are. So when you're out there in F-14s and all this thing like that, I mean, just like you said, it had to be exciting. But how dangerous was that, though? It had to be dangerous. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, I was calling upon you before I even knew you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I, uh, I mean, you talk about how massive these things are. There was a point during my deployment when we were in the Mediterranean Sea where uh, – we were going to one of our uh, ports, and and some stuff went down in Iraq, and, and we had to uh, go be a show of force. So we had to go through this thing called the Suez Canal, which Suez is like Canal, yeah. you know, Panama Canal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, gotcha. And when something as massive as an aircraft carrier is going through that Suez Canal, man, I remember being on the flight deck, and I just seen sand, mm. you know? And I, I was like, man, it's like we're surfing across sand surfing, you know, wow. but you had to get all the way to look, look to the edge to see that, you know, this thing's coming, you know, up like a, you know, upside down, you know, uh, triangle or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, it, you were just making it through, you know, wow. this thing. And, 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 and I'm looking down there's dudes on camels and stuff like that, just hanging <laughs> out watching, you know, and, uh. Talk that that's when you were like, man, this what a massive thing we have. But when you're in the middle of like, you know, for me, we crossed the Atlantic because uh at the time I was on the Theodore Roosevelt and it was based out of Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's now uh over in San Diego uh these days, but um going across the Atlantic, man. The ocean, the you know, it, it it don't care, you know. It's it still shows you who who daddy is, you know. And there was a point where I kid you not, man. And I was just like a you know like a e nothing, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my job was to kind of just keep the the aircraft clean, uh, keep it do safety inspections, you know, when we would uh, rev it up and do all the call signs with the with the pilot before we send them off to go you know, take off the aircraft right. carrier. I was a, a plane captain, they called it brown shirt, brown M&M or whatever. But uh, <laughs> they um, would have us going up because if you get a lot of salt water on it, it causes corrosion on the aircraft. Right. You want us up there, you know, keeping the salt water off. Man, this thing was like getting thrown around 
that I actually seen like the top front go under. Yes. You know, and come back up. And I, I don't know, man, you know, that talk about fear, mm. you know, that was, that was the first time. And eventually, you know, somebody, somebody made the call like, Hey, get everybody down below. Right. You know, but before that call was made, I, I, I that's probably what my, my, what protected me, but probably got me in so much trouble along my career was just like, uh, 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 I ain't doing that. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was up there. I seen that happen. I went down below. Remember getting in a little bit of argument with, I think one of my senior chiefs. And then finally the call was made to bring everybody down. Right. You know, down below, you know, but man, as massive as that thing is, the ocean don't play, man. King, King Neptune rules out there. You know, you listen, I, I, I've got, I've got goosebumps from that because honestly, I like to watch stuff like that. And so like the airplanes taking off, I'll make like video little clips with, I love it because it's amazing to me and, and to be out there. Cause I had a cousin, a couple of cousins that were in the Navy also, and I'd always ask them about it. And you know, when you're in, and also I had a cousin that was a merchant Marine. So they're like, when we're on these gigantic ships, and when you're in that water and then like the swells and like you're down here and the water's up there, not, not that it's coming over you at that time, but when you're up and down and up and down like that, man, it just lets you know that mother nature is man, something else. We're not in control. Like we think we are, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, man, just you saying that, man, I was just so into you just saying that because I can visualize it so well. And man, I'm telling you, that's crazy. I didn't mean to go. Listen, I'm asking you questions about this. This stuff because I'm, I'm, ther- I'm thoroughly interested in it. You know the it, things that you went through. Yeah, it's cool because you got me thinking. Like, uh, you know, and I, and I hope someday we get a chance to hang out and kick it, yeah. man. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a uh, back then, um, you know, VHS. It was like recorders were VHS tapes, big right. ass yeah, 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 handheld yeah. VHS tapes, and for whatever reason. If you had one of those on the flight deck, you were allowed to, you know, record some stuff, okay. you know, for family and whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, but you had to like wrap it in like foil or something because the sonar would 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 mess with the tape. Got you. And I remember uh, it was actually my 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 roommate back at at the barracks at, at uh, Virginia Beach, Oceana, who mm-hmm. was in my squadron, Randy Jackson. Shout out to Randy Jackson wherever you are today, <laughs> brother. But he uh brought um he bought a camcorder and mm-hmm. and 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 he let me borrow it because i wanted to make vhs tape for my family you know a right. flight ops of aircraft taking off and landing yeah. and us launching and uh man i'll tell you what <laughs> you go back and watch this teenage 19 18 19 year old you said talk about the immaturity factor but you know, you'd think I was trying out for uh WWE tough enough or something like that, man. I'm cutting promos up there and, you know, like uh, doing the, the, the Shawn Michaels flexing or the Macho Man Ring Savage and all that stuff. But it, it was a good time, man. It was, uh, I, I, I finally had it transferred to DVD uh-huh. and uh, I've been wanting to, you know, now my, my girls are too old and, and too cool to sit down, but I, I'd love to get them to sit down and watch. Sometime there's your dad when he was, you know, 19, running around acting like a fool. But, you know, we did some cool stuff, you know. Indeed. But look, they'll they'll get to the point where they want to see it. It, It'll it'll happen. Believe me. 
Right now, you know, as, as my children the same way, but when you just like, hey, man, this is an experience that I had. And then they're like, finally, they'll get a little older. Then they're like, yeah, let me check that out. And then when they see it, they're they're amazed. They was like, okay, dad was really doing some things. So yes, indeed, man. Yeah, so, a couple summers ago, I got to take them to, uh, we went on a family vacation mm-hmm. to uh, Virginia Beach. Right. And I got to take them onto the bases that I stayed at. Nothing's the same anymore. They decommissioned the F-14s right. like years ago. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I came quick little tour and and then t- and, and there was another base down there that I was uh, attached to when I transferred to a different unit for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it, they were like, yeah, all right, it's cool or whatever. When are we going to the beach? You know, <laughs> but, uh, it was good for me to go down memory lane and, course, you know, always, always, out, no know? doubt about it. So, so how do you feel your service has changed your outlook on life? If in any way. Oh man. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll always have uh pride for, for, for my service, you know, and I'll always be feel gratitude um, because, you know, you make those, uh, those friendships, right. That, um, that camaraderie, those friendships that like, I can, I cannot talk to some of these people for like years. And when we pick up the phone, it's like, it was just, you know, yesterday, you That's know, right. That's right. And, uh, cause you go through stuff and it, I don't know if it's trauma bonding or what, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, it, uh, the, the, these, these bonds are legit, you know, yeah. you, and these are people that, uh, you feel you can count on. Now the downside to that is uh trying to find that with people that never been through that kind of experience. You know, the everyday mm-hmm. civilian um it, it's uh you know, we we live in a world where it's like, you know, and and it, and, it, and it's getting uh quickly because it seems like every day quickly becomes more about the me show. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we got social media now. That's our channel, man. Right, Watch what right. I'm posting. Look what right. I'm doing. Right. Indeed. You know, indeed. and and if this person's doing something better, how can I one up this person or how can I use this person to put me to the, this next level? Yes. You know, um, there it was all of us. You know, they say uh, what, rising tides raises all ships or whatever mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. thing is. You know, I should know this being a Navy guy, but. You know, we, we all, uh, try lifting each other up. And then I know when I first got sober, man, trying to, you know, you're and, and you're home and you're trying to find that connection. It's, it can be like depressing, you know? Mm, mm. Uh, and then thankfully, as I work in this program, I, I find that there are other people like, you know, sobriety is like my new unit almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I find some people that we all try and help each other. It's a, it's not about us. It's about helping somebody else, you know? Right. Indeed. Well, 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 I'm going to say this. So I'm going to go a little bit off of of what I'm doing. Of course I have questions for you and I have a lot of questions for you because I wanted to really spend some time with you. So how important is your sobriety right now? You know, I'm a person, I'm really into what you're saying about that when you're mentioning, mentioning this, because you know, I've, I've never been a drinker. I've never been a smoker or anything like that. I've known plenty of people that have gone through it. And I mean, family members in the whole nine that have really, really gone through it. So 
how difficult has it been for you to get beyond, you know, what you're going through? And I guess they say that, uh, you know, it's a fight all the time. So how, how long have, have you been clean and sober? Um, I'm currently at 14 years. Oh, awesome. Uh, awesome. You know, God, awesome. God willing, March 1st, I'll be 15 years, you awesome, know, bro. Awesome. Um, I, I, I would like to say, yeah, Hey, I mean, the ego will be like, yeah, man, March 1st will be 15 years, but mm -hmm. you know, I got, I got a lot of old timers that I try and surround myself with that keep me humble. Yes. And I'll be like, Hey man, you know, you ain't there yet. Come, yeah. come talk to me on March 1st, you know? Right, 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 um, right, But uh, it is, you know, it, at the beginning, man, it, it's tough because it, for me, it was like um, facing and admitting, you know, it, admitting all the wrongs I did and facing what a real scumbag I was in the mirror, mm. you know? And and a lot of friends are really, oh man, come on, dude, you weren't that bad. But you know, yeah, I look back and said, man, I I did, I I was wrong to so many people. I was wrong to, you know, people that I, I deeply wounded and and hurt a lot of people. Uh, even my 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 own flesh and blood, you know. Yes. When I was too uh, tied up and going out and chasing that. Uh, you know, the ego and the, and the, and the, the buzz or whatever. Right. That was involved with that. Um, so when I look at, you know, it, it, some days I, you know, even today, man, I'll wake up like I could, I could really get in a funk, you know, mm -hmm. my head, my head is still, you know, there, there's still that battle in my head every day about like, man, you know, this ain't going right for me. I feel like crap today. I ain't doing this. I ain't, I, I, this isn't happening for me, you know? And then it's just like, dude, shut up. Remember where you were, <laughs> right? you know? Right. right. And it's like, it's that attitude of gratitude. I got to be reminded of daily. And, uh, I have some friends in the program that they do a daily gratitude list that they text me and I need to get off my lazy ass and start following suit. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to every morning, you know, um, you know, make my bed in the morning, you know, that wasn't just something I picked up in boot camp. That's right. something now I, you know, because I lost it after for a while mm -hmm. and, and now I picked that back up. So I'm accomplishing something from the get go. You know, I make my bed, I do some readings, some daily reflections, and I say my prayers. I need to spend more time meditating because it's like, Dude, I'm retired, but for whatever reason, I sometimes feel like I'm late going somewhere, mm. you know, like you get caught up in these routines. Right, right. You know, and it's like, I all I had, you know, the, I mean, now it's just like usually the gym, you know, mm. I, I I go to, I do a workout routine in the, you know, try and get to the gym in the morning. But it's like, dude, if I ain't there at exactly nine o'clock, it ain't no big deal. If I'm spending more time getting my head right first. Right. You know, that's more important than, you know, because my head's got to be right for the body to follow suit, of you know? True, so, true. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm veering off. Or what no, you're, not, you're not veering off. I just want, I want, I just want you to know, I, I thank you for that honesty. And, and I know that somebody who hears this, it may, it may help them most definitely. 
because I, I I know it it has been a struggle, but but just the fact that you've gone 14 years heading on 15, I applaud you. Um, I know you'll continue to do your thing, man, and and that's a great thing. It really is. You should be applauded for that because I know it's not easy, and I've and I've seen people have the most major struggles, and some people leave here because so. I just yeah, want to thank I, you. I, I thank you for being, you know, for that. You didn't have to talk, say that, but I, I really thank you for that, though. Thanks. I want to give a quick shout out to our our, our mutual friend, Chris Aiken, yeah. too, because uh, I know, you know, I'm and, and, you know, it ain't a part of his journey, you mm -hmm. know, my sobriety. But it is in a way because, you know, that dude was my friend when I was running around full of myself. Right. as a dollar bill in the music scene here in Cleveland, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he, he, yeah, he was, yeah. and, and, he, you know, we, we weren't like good friends, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I would talk smack about him. I mean, I'm sure he had rightfully so could talk a lot of smack about me back in the day, mm -hmm. but when I got sober and I tried, you know, and I was tried early on in this journey going through becoming a single dad and just trying to find myself and, you know, getting into my faith and, uh, you know, just whatever, just struggling, looking for, for, for solid individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, he didn't have to, but that dude was one of those solid individuals that reached out to me right, and, and gave me encouragement. And, uh, like I said, I didn't give him any real reason that he had to do that. Mm -hmm. He just he just did it. You know, I don't know if it was because, you know, he was army and we're both veterans, mm -hmm. you know. But, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful to him. I don't tell him that enough. So he'll have to watch the, the you know, live and loud with the Lord episode right here. And, and he will and hear me, <laughs> you know, kiss his butt a little bit. But, uh, you know, I. uh he, uh, he, it's because of him that today, you know, one of, one of the major reasons why today's boondoggle is even a thing, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing now, you know, for my continued healing and growth, you know, bro, that's love, man. And Chris is one of those great human beings as, as my boy relentless and, and, uh, hell B always say from the band vengeance, um, you know, we just need more good human beings in this world. And Chris is definitely one of those, and I'm thankful and grateful for him also, man. So this, hey, that's just nothing but respect, man. And it's a great thing, man. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with showing love, man. And, and, nah, and man. letting somebody know that you're grateful for something that they've done for you. We need more of that, man. And uh, you know, too much of too too much selfishness in this world today, man. So I appreciate that. So um, yo, man, see, listen. Once again, as I always say, man, it's like we're here to entertain, but sometimes we educate you. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and this has been informative and beautiful so far, man, indeed. So, well, I've realized too, at some of the mm -hmm. best uh, conversations that I've had on, on, on my podcast as, as, and you being one of them and, yeah. and can attest is like when people speak from the heart, it connects with the heart, That's right. you know? And, uh, you know, we could go through, uh, you know, like, hey, man, so your new album drops on this date and you're yeah, going on yeah. this tour. What's this like? Hey, right. what was recorded? You know, and that's all well and good because I understand why we got to hit some of those bullet points, course, man. But I, I I like to hit this this bullet point front, you know, yes, center chest, you know, and uh, 
by, while doing that, I have been blessed to actually leave the conversation mm-hmm. uh, as, you know, just like me and you have uh, with yeah. a new friend, yes, with indeed. a new brother. Yes, indeed. You know? Yes, indeed. So, 100%. I agree with you 100%, man. So you spoke about your daughters. How has being a father changed you, if at all? Oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, so a father, you know, there, it, you know, it, it's, I don't know what it's like raising boys. I mean, I know I've, you know, you know, every man wants to raise son, a son now and then, but, uh, some men, you know, they, they, you know, for myself, I'll just speak for myself. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be a man today. I don't think if I didn't have daughters, Mm. you know, Mm. Uh, a real man, I I think, you know, it's, uh, what, 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 what I thought was being a man before I had my daughters was just like, you know, Hey man, I used to brag to my buddies, you know, Wilt Chamberlain sends me uh fan mail, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you, you know, and, and anybody, you know, that supposedly, you know, the story is this man has bed many, many, many women, you know, yes, so that was, that, that's the joke, you know, right. right. Um, I, I, <laughs> we pride ourselves on being playboys, players, whatever. Right. right. You know, um, and, you, you know, I, and I hadn't, I mean, dude, I was raised by, I, I was just over my mother's house yesterday, helping her out with some stuff. Cause you know, since my dad passed, it's like, I'm the, 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 the able-bodied try to be responsible child to, to help her, you know, and my mom is a saint, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love her to death. Um, everything she taught me, but, uh, I still managed to, you know, my dad was a flirt and he, you know, he, he loved my mom and he showed me, you know, how, you know, he sh- right. I, I learned uh, watching them, you know, uh, till death do us part, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, him come home from work and, and swoon her with some, you know, Frank Sinatra or whatnot, you know, right, right. And, and, uh, you know, but when we be out places, you know, it was just like the ladies, you know, whatever seemed to like my dad. And I, you know, so I'm growing up kind of looking at that. And then I'm like, and then I'm watching, you know, like somebody else that (laughs) uh, was raising me on the TV was the nature boy, Ric Flair, (laughs) you know, and, uh, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm like, Hey man, you know, having all these women having this having that that's that's right. the thing, you know and uh and i never found like happiness and 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 satisfaction in that you know mm-hmm. there was like there you'd you'd have that connection and i don't know how many times man i you know th- this guy that's pretending to be whatever you know how many times my heart got broken right. you know because i set myself up with people that are just as you know, somebody that was crueler than me, I guess, you know, or whatever, (laughs) you know, the big game is a big game. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, having, having, uh, when my, when my oldest daughter, Bianca was born and I held her in my arms for the first time and she, she, you know, was crying and just, you know, man, I was bawling. 
Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's just like I just felt like, man, this is this is love, man. Yes, yes, this is. is unconditional love. I never felt this, you know, and it's sad to say I didn't I never felt that for their mother, you mm, know. Right. Um, I I was too selfish, self-absorbed, you know, of a human being then. And then that's when the that's when like the 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 heart of stone started like getting chiseled away, mm, mm. you know. And, but I was still a slow learning knucklehead that would, <laughs> you know, leave my my daughter at home with their mother, go out to the shows, right? You know, hunt around, right? And uh, you know, God's like, man, when are you gonna learn? Here, here, maybe let me hit you with another two by four, and then I have daughter number two, right? You know, <laughs> and it's still, uh, you know, it. it it, it it was there, but man, I was I was stubborn, and it, I think it wasn't until really where sobriety started too mm-hmm. is when I was willing to really humble myself and learn. Um, let my daughters teach me how to be a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, man. it's like yeah. I love my daughters, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I I would still I was rolling with these dudes that would like complain when they had to have their kid on on their their weekend. Right. It's like, man, how do you go without your kid? It's like, man. I'm with my kids. You know, and then that was my excuse to go out because I thought I was still being a good dad because mm-hmm. hey, I'm still going home to the same house and I'm right. providing. You know, and you know you're eating and you got clothes. So this is my right, you mm-hmm. know, to go out. But there was a period where I wasn't living with their mother. And uh, that was some rough times not having my kid there all the time to justify that. And it, there's many bottoms that I had to keep. I'm, I'm one of those like, you know, like I was talking about earlier with grit, mm-hmm. you know, grit, grit in, in the wrong direction, too, man. It's like. This bottom ain't low enough. I got to dig a little bit lower, wow, right. you know, until I finally realize I'm tired. Right. I'm tired and I give up, you yes, know. Indeed. And Man. uh thankfully, when I got deployed, my last deployment, it uh-huh. was to a dry country. So I had no choice but to, like, you know, take that sponge brain of mine mm-hmm. and twist it and get try and get all that pickle juice out of there, <laughs> you know. And uh finally start thinking clearly and uh realize man if i don't make it home you know and there was an oppor- there was a time too that i did a uh, angel flight or a couple guys that were going home in a box you know mm-hmm. and i watched that and that i was like man if i go home like that how are my little girls going to remember me right. and did i like the person i was you know did I really do my best? So, you know, that's when God started really working in, in me over there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, there's more I could say, but I don't know where you wanted to go. Nah, man, it's love. We're just having a conversation, man. Believe me, this is to get, you know, to know more about you and what you're doing and, and, and your show. And, and, you know, I, I, I love the backstory. I love it once again because I'm visual and I can see all these things that when you're talking about them and just you speaking of, you know, about your daughters and, and, you know, your life at that time and the situation, because I always say it's life lessons. We go through it. We go through life lessons and, and either you're going to learn from them and better yourself 
or you'll continue down that same road and you know where that road's going to lead you. It's not anywhere good if that's where you want to be, but I, I choose not to live in that kind of misery. I don't want to live in that misery, man. I, I want to do better. I want to be a better person. I'm going to do my best to be a better person. I'm far from perfect, but I, I, I speak positivity as much as possible. And that makes me feel good. And, and just like you say, I, I have three beautiful children. I have a, a older daughter and um, twins, a boy and a girl. And man, my daughters, they'll be my princesses forever. They're queens now, of course. Just like I know you understand that. And, but they will be my babies forever. And so I love all of my kids equally, even though my daughters have a, a, a love that is something. I don't want them to be harmed. I don't want anybody to do them wrong. I just, yep. man, they're my babies. And, and every time I talk to them on the phone, I feel something special. Now, my son, just like you said, that's my dude. That's my guy, you know. He's a, uh, you know, sent me put a picture up of, of him being, you know, at our at our wedding of him being a youngster. And man, I'm just, I was, I was like, man, this is ridiculous, man. I, I got emotional, so I understand exactly what you're saying. We do, we we want to do the best for them, and we want to see them succeed and be better than us. And, yeah. Um, that's that's a beautiful thing. So no, man. Once again, thank you for that. I. I this is a real conversation that I, I'm enjoying, man. And uh, yeah, man, yeah. Lo lo love, love for your family, of course, man. Thanks, man. One thing I wanted to add, too, is just like, you know, uh, with with my daughters, uh, you know, uh, like I said, as they're teaching me how to be a better man. Yeah, that's real. Um, yeah. You know, I don't remember like the Tom and Jerry cartoons. I think it, maybe it was that, you know, when 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 the dude seed the steak. And he'd be floating right, behind right, the stake. Right, right. You know, he wants the stake. Yeah. I mean, my eyes, if I saw a beautiful woman walk by, that was the, <laughs> that cartoon was me, man. That was I just seen steak. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just being real. You know, That's good. OK, yes. And now, you know, they've helped my eyes see someone else's daughter. Right. You know? Oh, wow. That wow. dumb, dumb. And, and, you know, my faith and sobriety, now I, I try and see somebody else's daughter. And I'm like, man, if somebody's looking at my daughters like that, man, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and they are. And there's yeah. no doubt about it. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, indeed. You know? And it's like, I, I, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't want that happening. So I'm not going right. to disrespect this dude's daughter. Amen. You know? Yes. And, and I think, you know, I mean, I don't know, you know, Speaking for myself, where I stand with my my faith, it's like we're all God's kids, you know. And I'm not going to disrespect the the artwork. Like I try and take it like God, you are an amazing creator, and yeah. you did good right here. <laughs> right. Don't let me don't let me throw paint on 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 the Mona Lisa, you know, or whatever. Don't let me disrespect it, you know. Oh my goodness, no, no, man. I hear you 100, man. You just you're just on a journey. And you're in a great place now, man. And you'll continue to strive to be a better person. And that's all we can do, man. And uh, just just enjoy enjoy the ride and enjoy the life. And don't have any regrets about, this is me. I'm saying about me. I don't have any regrets about things that I have done in the past. Once again, they're life lessons. And I've yeah. learned from them. You just don't want to repeat those things. Because every single person has a story. And I don't care who it is. I don't, You could be the richest person, the smartest person, or whatever. You're not better than me. I hold my head up high. I know who I am and I love who I am and I have respect for everybody. And I move, I, I, I walk forward in faith. You know, I'm not worried about what everybody else believes. 
I know what I believe. And, and so, the, you know, that's where it is about me and my relationship. So that's how I roll. And so I just want the best things out of life. And you, we're not going to always get those things. Okay, so, but we have to continue to live and continue to strive to be the best person that we can be because we are a one of one. There's only one of you. You are who you are. So just make the best of it. And man, it, just me getting on, getting on, you know, talking to high talk, man. But that's me. I just do my best to be positive. So, yeah, great, great segment there, young man. Thank you once again. But I love this, man. So we, we are, now I want to I want to talk about some music. So how much was music a part of your childhood and what did your parents listen to, man? <laughs> Well, yeah, as I was saying earlier, you know, I remember my dad coming home from work and he'd be singing like some uh, uh, Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sinatra or yeah. something to my mom or uh, what was that? Uh, what was the one that the the couple Christmases ago they tried canceling it? Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. You know, right, right, right. My, my dad was a, uh, you know, worked in the trades. He was a glazer. <laughs> uh -huh. So, you know, he'd be out there, you know. Right. Like, in construction in in the greater Cleveland area yeah. when baby it was cold outside. Cold outside. <laughs> come home and 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 he, he my mom I remember just you know you know these there's these these vivid memories man you know my mom asking how his day went she's preparing dinner or whatever I'm you know I don't know if I home from school or whatever you know and he'd just be like baby it's cold you know he starts singing to her. And, <laughs> You know, so it's like there was that. And my mom, now she uh, sang in the choir at church, um, has a, you know, has a voice like an angel and uh, loved Patsy Cline. Patsy Cline, yes. Indeed. And, uh, you know, she would, uh, and Elvis Presley was her dude, you know, other than my dad, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, you know, so she... You know, and she played the organ. I remember we had an organ at the house, you know, mm -hmm. I'd try and mess around with. And so I was always around, you know, music. music. And then yeah. I had my, you know, I had a brother who uh, lived with us, you know, my very spaced apart. You know, my my uh, dad was married before my mom mm -hmm. had a uh, uh, son and daughter. Um, my mom had a daughter before my dad. Right. I was the only child of my parents and it was just mostly because my mom wanted to have a, a child with my dad, gotcha. you know, gotcha. and, mm -hmm. and, and so they were up there, you know, mm -hmm. and my dad was probably, he was probably like, man, I'm done with kids, but all right. You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, so my brother was like briefly in the house when I was brought home and, and growing up and then he was out on his own, but he was like big Led Zeppelin, long hair, uh. you know, <laughs> blasting that, uh, you know, into that music. Uh, yeah. and then I remember growing up, my sister would get like, uh, I share this on my podcast too. Like, uh, my sister would get albums for Christmas and she was mm -hmm. big into Leaf Garrett and, Leaf uh, Garrett. <laughs> God yeah. Stewart and stuff yes. like that. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. up those albums, and I'd be just sitting across, like whatever, like I, what Star Wars figures that I get, you know, whatever <laughs> that I was into, or whatever. And one year, somebody I don't know who it was and why why they decided it was a good idea for her, you know, either album shopping, but they got her Kiss Alive, mm. you know, and yeah. she opens it up and she's just like, "Ew, what is this?" Uh -huh. You know, it doesn't leave Garrett. You know, with fire and blood dripping and stuff right, like that. Right. And I'm sitting across and I'm just like, 
you know, like, <laughs> give it to me. And then that was the, that was the beginning of, uh, me, yeah. you know, one of, my, one of my first albums though, too, was, uh, which I, I don't know. I think it was just because it, around the time, like centerfold was a big song, but the Jay Giles oh, yeah, band. Yeah, Jay Giles, yeah, yeah. So I had Jay Giles band and then, uh, and then, you know, you, you start talking to kids in the neighborhood and see what they like. And then the next thing you know, we're in the garage, you yeah. know, playing on tennis rackets and, right. you know, like we were a garage band, but we, none of us played a <laughs> real instrument <laughs> on what we had in there. And we just have the record playing and stuff. That's the day. But uh, yeah, that was the beginning of my, my musical journey. You know, let, let me tell you what's so beautiful about that, which I always love when guests, <laughs> When they when you ask them a question and they speak and so you just answered like three four more questions into it beautifully <laughs> nothing has to be said you just it is kind of like it was just scripted you just went on and I was just like oh that's love that's love <laughs> ask him that boom that's beautiful man so now nah, that that is awesome and I think so many people music, were music opens that 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 oh, gateway man. hey hey so many people were influenced by Kiss back then and I'm a few years older than you but man back in those seventies and everything man it was something else and uh. Just had a good time in the 80s also, man. When you say Jay Giles and Centerfold, man, you just taking me back, man, to the stuff that I really grew up listening to, man, in my Fort Jackson days, uh, you know, just being a military kid, man. So, nah, that was love, man. It made, made a brother feel good, man. So, now, let's let's move forward. So, how did you get into promoting shows in Cleveland? Man, um, well, as I as I just shared, the 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 only instrument I ever really learned to play was the tennis racket. Um, <laughs> I, I tried, like I wanted to be kind of in a band, you know, mm -hmm. I just didn't have that, that discipline to like learn how to play music right. and notes. And <clears throat> I didn't have that self-confidence mm -hmm. to get up there and try and sing. Right. Although, you know, I mean, I think I sound all right in the shower and stuff, but you know, <laughs> Um, and I've done some karaoke back in the day when, back when I was, when I was drinking mm -hmm. and I've been told I was pretty good or else, you know, but, uh, <laughs> um, I, I did, I, I just loved music, you know, and I had some friends that, that did play mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, uh, wanted to be, I loved being a part of the scene. And since I couldn't play or I didn't, like I said, wasn't disciplined enough to play. It's like, how else can I get involved? So I would start going to shows, start forming some relationships. One mm -hmm. time I was selling merch for this one band, uh, deaf children at play, they were called. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, I had a, a cousin who was, uh, you know, a roadie for a bunch of like deaf local death metal bands and stuff. Right. And when he ended up passing away, tragically, um, I remember being over there, you know, with my mom consoling my aunt and stuff. And she's just like, Hey, you know, you see any of his stuff that you, you, you want, you can have it, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm going through his CD collection, man. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I heard of this band. I heard of this band, you know, mm -hmm. there's some like heavier hardcore bands from the Cleveland, uh, area, you know, like ringworm and integrity and, um, you know, schnauzer, 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 you know, I, I like the dog, right. you know, uh -huh. and, and, uh, it was, uh, 
so I, I started getting into those CDs and then I started going, you know, as I'm going to shows, I'm meeting these people, becoming friends with them, telling them, you know, how kind of I got hip. And then I had other, had other high school friends that were friends with some of these guys. Like, uh, I got quite a few tattoos. I ended up getting quite a few tattoos from the singer of Ringworm, uh, mm -hmm. James Bullock, um, became friends with him. His uh, original guitar player, Frank Novinick, and me, uh, you know, were roommates at one time. Frank now plays in Hatebreed. Hatebreed, um, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, so just, you know, I'm, be, I'm, I'm, I'm involved in the scene. I'm becoming friends with people in the scene. Um, I'm enjoying kind of being, you know, partying and stuff in the rock and roll scene, being a right. rock star. Right. But when I was living with Frank... Frank uh, used to book shows with other hardcore bands and then they'd trade shows and, you know, their cities and stuff like that. Right. Right. So I'd go on many like road trips and tours with, with, with them, you know, Hey, what can I do to help out? Whatever. Just to be a part of it. Or, you know, there's, you know, just to go party and get, get out of here for the right, weekend. Whatever, right. You know? Um, and uh, I learned from Frank to book my first show uh which ended up having like ringworm and uh scarhead from new york city as the headliners right and um you know i was really into the hardcore scene frank got me into that and uh still am today you know i've made a lot of lifelong friends in that mm -hmm. in that music scene but um you know I, I booked my first show at the fantasy i'm bringing in you know another lord lord Isaac from scarhead uh -huh. um into town and and then i'm hearing all these stories and then i'm just like man what i get myself into man i hope this shows you know i hope i hope i can pay these guys right, i hope this right, shows right, you know right, right. you know or i'm in trouble you know and uh, it ended up being like a it ended up being like my first show ever man and it was just like man i was just like all of a sudden the end of the night i'm getting handed all this money right. and i'm like what and then, and then it's just like, then you're paying the bands uh -huh. and everybody got paid. And then, um, you know, and then, you know, Scarhead got their, their guarantee. And I was like, I wasn't going to die. Yeah. And then it was just like, man, I had, I had extra money to go do whatever I wanted to do. Right. And it was, it was a good time, man. And people are like coming up to me, good show. You put this on. And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, Frank kind of guided me, but you know, you get that buzz, you get that, right. of course. you know, and then everybody's congratulating you afterwards. And I'm just like man, this is cool. I think I could do this, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, I had a, all right run, but then there was the shows that didn't do well right. where I'm going to the ATM machine, you know, and I'm taking money out of my own account because yeah, I yeah. guaranteed this person I was going to pay him this much. Right, right, right. And right, right. they didn't drive all the way, you know, here to, to hear anything otherwise. Indeed. And, uh, then that's when it started like, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, uh, I, I realized too, because like I said, there, you know, there was the partying, the partying was fun, but partying when you're supposed to be in charge of money and paying people, they don't mix together. You're <laughs> right. supposed to save that till after you celebrate. That's right. After. That's right. You That's don't right. celebrate before and during just cause you're nervous and your anxiety <laughs> or whatever is getting the best of you. That don't work, you know? Oh, and a couple of times it didn't work well, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so <laughs> listen, I have a thousand questions about it. We're not going to ask them all that. We're going to have to do this again, no doubt about it, because I have a thousand questions. You don't know how many questions I have. I want to ask you about so much stuff. But so who was the, who, who was the best band that you brought in that, you know, maybe you were a fan of them? And uh, you brought them in and you enjoyed it and it was your most, you know, like what, what was one of your most memorable moments, if you can tell one of the memorable moments? Oh, man. Oh, memorable moments. Well, that's tough because, like I said, you know, it was the party and got out of <laughs> got a little crazy. Um, there was I, I was just sharing this story the other day because somebody brought up ICP and something, you know, yeah, uh-huh. posse. And uh, yeah. I uh, I didn't even you know, I've never. No, no disrespect. It's never been like my, my thing. Uh-huh. I respect their hustle and what they built and what they done for themselves and everything. Yeah. But, uh, I had it, I would, I, because of my ego, I would always throw these like, uh, dollar bill birthday bashes around my birthday, right, right. uh, uh, weekend. And I had, uh, this one show ringworm, I think was uh, one of the headliners at that one. Uh-huh. And there was a couple other bands on the bill that were making names for themselves in the Cleveland area. And I remember we're all, all like, I'm, I'm hanging out by the bar, of course, you know, as the show's going on and I'm talking with people and so-and-so's like, Hey, uh, violent Jay's here. Like violent Jay's here at my birthday party. Like what's yeah. he doing here? You know? Right. Right. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden he wasn't, you know, all made up or anything like that you know it wasn't like uh-huh. my birthday party where you get the clown to come and make you you know <laughs> clown <laughs> animals and shit I could actually you know but he was he was just there doing business scouting a band yeah, of course. you know and, 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 but it was kind of cool it was like i, I tried to start telling people look he came here for me you know <laughs> right. my birthday party um but, but yeah and then there, you know um when I partnered up with some friends of mine, they got me hip to some other bands that we brought in and dog fashion disco from, uh, uh, Maryland, Baltimore area. Mm-hmm. It ended up, uh, being somebody that, you know, to this day, it's like, I'm good. I'm, I'm friends with Todd Smith, the singer, mm-hmm. you know, and they put on an amazing show. Um, and then, you know, I, I've never booked them because they, they're their own machine, but, uh had a friendship for many years with the uh, mushroom head when they mushroom were blown up here yeah. in cleveland you know um i mean we had kids around the same time period me and skinny and and jeffrey nothing we had uh, our our kids are kind of close in age right so we've known each other's kids birthday parties and stuff oh, like awesome. that you yeah, know and yeah, yeah and uh you know just a lot of a lot of a lot of good memories with with, memory. with those guys back in the day, you know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, so what, what? So what made you just stop? Why did you stop it? Um. Uh. I think. Uh, well, sobriety for one. Okay. Um. But. Uh, you know, losing. You know, at the end when things were getting a little out of hand, mm-hmm. you know, with my uh, drinking and drug use and uh, just trying to stay on top of, you know, there was a, there was a lot of stress and drama. You know, when you have bands that you're, you know, I didn't try and make people like sell tickets, which was a poor business plan on my part, I guess. But a lot uh-huh. of people seem to have liked it, but then they don't do you the favor by showing up and playing when you ask them to play sometimes. Right. Right. They're like, oh, our guitar player don't get 
get here till this time. So we got to play later, yeah. you know, cause they don't want to go on first, but it's like, well, no, I know these guys will draw more people, Of course. you know? Yeah. 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 So you, you get just tired of a lot of that stuff. And then, uh, like I said, I don't know, losing, losing my ass, having kids, yeah. you know, that, that needed to eat and I couldn't keep risking that stuff. And then, gotcha. and then by divine intervention, I got orders to go, to uh kuwait and that's mm -hmm. when you know that's when the beginning of my life changed to you know get sober and come home and 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 take uh you know more uh responsibility for my my life and my my kids you know so you were doing this while you were in the military while you were in the navy you were being you were oh, promoted. yeah 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 okay yeah. okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I dodged some bullets, I guess. Uh, yeah, you were living, uh, man. You were living. Man. You were living. I mean, I was I was a reservist, so it's like yeah. you know, you, you kind of knew when you're you know you planned. Okay, your I week. got you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, um, but it was funny too because it's just like this was just brought up uh, with some guys that I was on my last deployment with because even while I was deployed, you know, like labels would send me. CDs to review and stuff right. like that, or uh -huh. like some of the people I became friends with, like like Hatebreed. Jamie Jossa sent me like a whole catalog of stuff from his record label mm -hmm. at the time over there to share with the troops and and T-shirts and stuff right. like that. Right, you know. And uh, so I was giving out this stuff, and everybody's like, "Man, Bailey, you really know?" You know, like people right. that didn't know. You know, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm this. Hey, I'm guy. that guy. You know? I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm hey, that hey, guy. I'm, I'm that, that guy. guy." You know. <laughs> and, then, and then we would have like some days where we didn't have much going on and i would organize like a well we're gonna have a cookout mm -hmm. this day on base and uh i'm gonna i I'm, i did the little app thing on my on my laptop i'm gonna dj yeah. a metal day or whatever right, like right. that you know so i was still trying to organize and promote over there you know and people were sending me dvds of, of bands <laughs> and stuff and i'm sitting there and you know i'm finding out like my uh, some of the officers are passing around a hate breed dvd and checking it out in the <laughs> office and stuff like that you know and like man this, this guy knows some people you know of course of course man you know? nah, that's love man <laughs> that's, that's love cool. but but yeah i came home and i got sober and i just couldn't uh i love music you know it's still calling me obviously mm -hmm. with 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 the podcast and the uh right. the relationships i have today in the music world but the promoting uh shows and booking shows thing I've done one since I've been sober and it was as, as a favor to a friend, mm -hmm. but it's nothing. I, I, it, that's not what I enjoy. I enjoy this now, you know, I got you. Look, look, look at the beautiful way. God is so good to segue right into let's talk about your show, man. That's where we are right now. I'm telling you, man, that's how I know it's flowing beautifully. So <laughs> I like I said, man, we, hey, we got man. good chemistry, yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So today's boondoggle. How do you feel the name relates to the amazing content you're delivering to your watchers and listeners? Because, you know, the definition of it is what it is. But man, I just think it's a great thing. So so how do we get that name and how do we get to this point with today's Boondog? Well, yeah. And that's what and, and you know, I, 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 I looked at the definition after uh -huh. after as well. And I'm just like, man, am I like. Am I like, am I hindering myself with this <laughs> definition? But it's actually, you know, it's funny because everything does kind of flow. It, uh -huh. There is a segue. So on my last deployment, um, Senior Chief Ray Teeter, shout out to Senior Chief Ray Teeter, was uh, in my chain of command. 
and where in the in the uh alpha company that I was a part of on my last deployment, mm-hmm. I was supposed to be because of my rate, I was supposed to be more of an office guy, right? You know, doing office stuff with uh the other office people. I I'm not an office guy, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I'm not. You know, but I didn't really. I, but then I see what some of the other guys had to do, and I didn't really like what. The, so somehow, some way, I always managed. And people make fun of me still to this day in my some of my old units. You always manage. You're an office guy when the other stuff sucks worse. You know, and then you're like, hey, I gotta be, I gotta be the office guy. You know, so I'm an office guy. And, and uh, I didn't like being an office guy. I always tried to find ways to like. Hey, he needs help on this run. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs help out here doing this. So and so needs an extra, per- you know. And I got in really good with my uh, my chain of command and my officers. Um, where it was just like, hey, you should have a yeoman with you. That was my rate. You know, I mm-hmm. said, hey, if you're going here, you should probably have a yeoman with you in case I need to document something or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, get me out of this office. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, or so and so is going on this run, and and I next thing you know I'm volunteering for for these things, and uh, so it got to the point where you know the senior chief saw this happening all the time, and he just knew he's just like there's no fighting, there's no arguing with this dude because we had they, the office stuff was covered. There was people that really liked being office people. Right. I mean, I I did get promoted while I was over there by by God's grace. I passed uh-huh. the test. Yeah, you know. But uh, I, I, I just wasn't the office person. They like being an office person, you know. It was air conditioned, cool, you know. <laughs> I don't mind sweating a little bit, you know, for <laughs> short periods. Just get me out to some fresh air, seeing things or whatever. Yeah. So I would always be able to get off base, doing all kinds of uh, runs or you know, um, whatever. Well, that's where the name comes in because the senior chief was just like. Didn't even fight it anymore. And he saw me and he's just like, so what's today's boondoggle, Bailey? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. It was definitely with it. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, indeed. so <laughs> so I, 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 an homage to him, you know, and respect and, and love to him for uh, for just letting me be me over there. Right, right. You know, as long as nobody was getting hurt, I was putting nobody in danger. I was helping the mission yeah. in some for, shape or form. Morale. I was helping morale. Morale was good. You know, um, he let me be me, you know, and he was just like, what's today's boondoggle, Bailey? So, you know, that's that's today's boondoggle, man. Right now, that's love, because once again, yeah. it, it seems like it's one thing. But just like you said, you were helping on the other side, which is what the boondoggle is. It, it's not just what it seems. So that's that, that's love, man. No doubt. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I like the name. I like it. I think it's unique. I, I like it. No, that's cool. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, it's like, you know, I don't got, you know, the, the subscribers or the hits and likes and all that, that yeah. I, I would, I would like to have. So maybe in some form is a, could be a self-fulfilling prophecy, but you know, I'm being me and I'm enjoying what I'm doing and it's been therapeutic for a guy with, you know, PTSD and social anxiety, believe it or not, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've suffered from those things, uh, and that's why I, you know, would would numb out. You know, that's right. why I would look for escape. Now I have to face me, and I'm getting comfortable with me. And I was going to say too, when we were talking about my daughter, it's just like my daughter's taught me how to be 
you know, uh, become a better man, right. you know, to love women and respect mm-hmm. women more. Right. And sobriety has helped me to be a better man and to love myself more. Awesome. You know, awesome. and, uh, because of this, you know, and I was just thinking about her, she was just over last night and, uh, you know, this year I, I got a Valentine's day date and everything. I'm, yeah. I'm seeing somebody that, uh, that seems to really care about me a lot. She's awesome. a, a firefighter and EMT, awesome. uh, you know, and, uh, her name's Bryn. So shout out to Bryn. Shout out to Bryn. But because yeah. I, uh, finally have loved myself and my daughters have taught me how to love and respect women, I guess, you know, God sees it fit to bring Bryn into my life now, you know? And, uh, so that, that 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 I'm hoping she'll be every day's boondoggle. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's love, man. Listen, once again, you you on your journey, man. You're on that surfboard, man. You're you're riding that wave. You know, call you Big Kahuna, man. You handling business, man. And that's a that's a, that's a great thing, no doubt, man. And I, you know, once again, I I pray for you and wish you the very 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 best, man. And and, and I just like to say once again, I had such an enjoyable time on your show. And and it's a pleasure to know that you enjoy, you know, what you're doing. And um, yeah, man. yeah, so so if you wouldn't mind, please describe your show and what you want your watchers and listeners to receive from. Well, yeah, that's uh, man. See how we're we're flowing? Because I was just about to <laughs> come in and say, let me say this about my show. So, uh, I um, like I was saying, man, it's been part of my healing journey. So selfishly. You know, I do the show for me, mm. you know, to help me come out of my shell and be me, be more my authentic self, to right. be comfortable in my own skin, to be comfortable talking to other people, to be comfortable, sober and clear headed and, and and just unraveling the onion that is Bill Bailey, you know? Right, right. Um, but because of that process, I get the 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 blessing. And the good fortune to, you know, bring my guests on that journey. And I don't make, mean to say that it makes it about me. You know, I don't have them come on my show so I could talk about me. Right. You know? But because I'm comfortable, I help them become comfortable. Of course. There are things that uh, they might not usually talk about. You know, a lot of people come on and they have to, uh, you know, especially the big you know, musicians and stuff. It's like, yeah. you know, we can't let our fans see past the curtain, the great right, eyes. Right, right, you right. No, right, I can't, right. I can't let these, these people know that I struggle with some of the same things they struggle with. Of course. And I'm like, no, 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 man. Because if they know that you're struggling with something that they struggle with, you're going to empower and encourage yes, your fan to get through whatever they're going, yes, going sir. through because you did it, you know? And, and i because of me being open and honest about my, my recovery. And, uh, you know, I've had some guests on that, uh, you know, we were talking about their band, their, their record dropping and this, that, and the other, you know, and this, the, the bullet points were supposed to hit, but mm-hmm. you know, because I'm open about recovery, this, you know, uh, quite a few of my guests, but one in particular, um, I guess I'm not blowing nothing because he did open up on my, my show, a good, another person I've been blessed to become friends with Renee Mata shout out to him I'm name dropping left and right today but it's love it's all love. I became uh, we 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 instantly bonded on my my show because he opened up about his recovery 
mm-hmm. and some things that he struggled with and losses that he experienced in his life. Right. And, um, you know, then he invited me into his circle of recovery, mm. which, you know, now I've got been blessed with so many other people that like, you know, you talk about the people that we've like been inspired by and we listen to, and we like, look, you know, and, and then next thing you know, that I'm learning that they are struggling with some of the same things that, you know, I struggle with. And now yes. we got this common bond and we're helping each other out and encouraging each other and just nothing but love, man. And, oh, uh, it is love, indeed. and, uh, yeah. So it's just like so many doors have opened up, um, in relationships now, you know, it, it, it's, um, the old me, you know, when I was promoting, Mm-hmm. would be trying to get into these back rooms into these doors and in these relationships right. for selfish reasons. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I, like I was talking about mushroom Head earlier, man, they hated when I came backstage because I drink half their beer rider, you know, <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, but, uh, now it's like, it ain't about that, man. Now it's right, just like, right, right. The, some of these guys they're coming in the cleveland area and they're like bill man you want to connect and like man thank you be my guest i'm your i'm a guest in their home right. away from home you know and they feel comfortable inviting me into their home and i and i and i realize that that's what that is and i have the you know i show respect and love and and it's shown back and it's just uh that's it, what it, we have conversations like the ones that me and you have been having Indeed. You know, and it, and it's real, it's legit, man. And uh, I, I'm I'm beyond grateful for for uh, what that does. But like I said, so the, with the podcast, I try and uh, I just be my authentic self. Mm-hmm. I, I I keep my my publicists happy and hit the bullet points <laughs> so they keep you know wanting to include me, work with me. But at the right. same time, man, it's like sometimes you know I I I, I make a new friend. Other times we just have a good conversation, but most of the time it's just, uh, you know, it, 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 you're getting me as real as I can be. And if they're comfortable, then that you're getting to see another side of these people. A lot of times too, though, you know, it's not just, like I said, it's not just having musicians and, uh, entertainment people on, uh, some of my, shows that really mean a lot to me are the ones when I talk to other veterans right. and get their stories out there because it's like, everybody will say like, Hey man, you guys are the real rock stars. You guys mm-hmm. are the real, without you, I couldn't do what I'm doing today. And that sounds amazing, but you know, it's like how many of those people are just saying, you know, how many are, are doing, I don't know. Ain't for me to judge, I guess, but I get these guys on and I just let them have a platform. And a lot of my, and they're the toughest ones to get on sometimes too, man. Cause it's like, I don't have nothing important to say. I'm like, dude, exactly. Like, come on, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) Come on, man. It's like, excuse me. I, I mean, I, I've, I've been, uh, thankfully connected with a lot of veteran organizations where I'll have a veteran that's been a part of this organization, come on and talk about this organization. So that way other veterans can hear about it and find some healing or help through some of these organizations. But even if you're not involved in anything like that, you all have, everybody's got a story, man. There's some kind of story that they got to share. That's right. You know, (laughs) excuse me, some kind of obstacle that they've had to overcome 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I just had a guy that I, I had served with a number of years. He's a good friend of mine. He's down there and, and I think close to your neck of the woods, man, I'll have to mm-hmm. connect with you off, um, offline here and, may, and, and sh- send you the link and maybe you guys can connect or whatever, course, but, uh, sure. another senior chief that I served with, he sure shared, he, he reached out to me, you know, he's been, always been one of my supporters, even when I was a mess in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the military, always been a friend and a supporter uh senior chief dave callis um he reached out to me and he said hey man you know he went through a very horrible situation with his family and Mm -hmm. parents and um he said hey man i feel like it's time i i talked about this and i got this out and i want to do it with you on on your podcast and i'm like man that is it's a huge honor is i i guess is, is the right word because of the uh the situation the involved uh-huh. um mm-hmm. but uh yeah man for him to feel that comfortable to want to come out and do that i'm like it's going going to be out on the internet dude you know that right he's like yeah you know and uh but it was like man we went we i said i'm with you i'm i'm going to walk with you through this i'm not ex- i'm not trying to exploit a friend run right. for any kind of hits or likes or listens yeah you know and um we both cried we both he shared you know and uh yeah. you know yeah. i i'm grateful that he he uh felt like sharing that on it. but it doesn't everything doesn't have to be you know some sort of try I, I in fact i don't i try when i talk to my veterans i i'm not the guy to talk about like try and go to traumatic experiences right so kinda, right you know, uh, I know I don't like being asked about or talk, you know, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm trying to be an open book, but I know there's so many, somebody could be listening and it could trigger another veteran or something. So I try not to ask those type of questions. Yeah. If they, if they, if they start sharing, then, you know, it is, yeah, it is what it is, indeed. but, indeed. uh, indeed. you know, everybody's got, like I said, got some sort of funny, you know, something some sort of memory or story or impact that their time and service made on them and a message to share for our community like i said earlier that didn't share that might get them to think like man i gotta look at these people a different way now indeed. you know indeed. indeed or whatever yeah what, what what you have is a safe place for them you know they feel safe they can ha- come and have a conversation and not be judged and and that's a that's a great thing, and that's what we want to do. We want to have people. We're not trying to judge you. We we want you to tell your story if you want to tell your story. We want to have that conversation with you, and and it might help somebody out there. Not that it might help. I'm almost positive it's going to help somebody out there. And uh, you know, being on a platform that uh gets out there to many people. So nah, man, that's a great thing. And uh, once again. I, I just just thank you for for a great conversation, man. And uh, I, I've enjoyed myself and just getting to know you better, you know, through this platform. And I'm I'm so glad that uh, money making Chris Aiken, you know, got us together and everything like that. You know, that's our guy, man. It's, it's, Chris is a wild boy, like I like to say, but he's that dude, no doubt. So yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: So what can we expect from today's boondoggle for for the rest of 2024? Man, uh, I tell you what I'm, what I'm, I, I, I can't like reveal everything I'm working on, uh-huh. you know, cause I, I want, I don't, 
Why this? I don't know what is get, getting to me right now, but uh, you know, maybe my bullshit uh, allergies going off because I'm about to you know, pump something up. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, there's a you know, I, there's some things that I'm working on. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, Chris is always working on stuff. You know, and yeah. I'm just trying to try and keep up, trying to do something like I said to get the the listens and the follows of and. Course. And whatever, because it's not about, you know, me, it's more like I want, you know, what, what we share to be able to be, to hit those people that need yes, to hear, of course. you know, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, as, as the season winds up, I've been the past couple of years, I've been fortunate to start kind of have a decent working relationship with the Danny Wimmer, uh, promotion, mm-hmm. Danny Wimmer presents for the, uh, the, the big music festivals that come mm-hmm. across the United States. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, the Sonic temple, uh, festival is here in Columbus, Ohio, um, incarceration. They just announced the lineup mm-hmm. today, right. Uh, for that. Um, so I, 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 my my goal is to continue working with uh, the artists that play these festivals, have them right. on to help promote the festival. Of course. To hopefully get into a position, you know, where, you know, I I uh, can be more involved when the festivals come through mm-hmm. Ohio. Um, I've been blessed to become friends with Matt Pinfield, who's, uh, you know, with the power hour, who yeah. used to be uh-huh. on TV and everything, yes. Yes, indeed. you know, um, <laughs> and, and he works for Danny Wimmer presents. So, you know, who knows, man, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for some more opportunities down the line with that. But, uh, in the meantime though, you know, it's like, uh, I learned, uh, I, I, I've been learning in, in my, recovery program not to have too many expectations mm-hmm. you know just to trust the process yes. you know um but uh yeah i i i'm hoping to uh what i really would love to do is like get a team almost because i'm I, i'm think like yourself you fly solo with this whole thing right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when you put this you know uh i've been blessed to have some people that i've interviewed that have done me favors Right. That have thrown some video together for me, throw some mm-hmm. help with some audio stuff or right. whatever. But it'd be nice to have a uh, like a, what's Joe Rogan's buddy, Jamie or whatever mm-hmm. here, you know, switching the cameras, hitting the mics. Yeah, 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 they yeah. have that whole like studio thing eventually to grow to something like that, you know? Well, well, um, let, me, well let me say this. Our once again, network mate, Mr. Scott Bowling. Good company with bowling. I call him Scott Super Bowling. Fitting because the Super Bowl's coming this weekend. But Scott, man, you know, he had me on his show. And what you're just saying right there about having that, he, he has got, it. And he has yeah. a great team. And they, I mean, just amazing. Amazing, amazing show. An amazing way to, you know, bring people in. And, and yeah, definitely. Scott, if you want to ask, Scott is the guy to ask. Yeah, hey, Scott, it. my schedule's kind of flexible, hey. man. If you're looking to have me on. Hey. <laughs> or we Scott. can, you know, swap like me and the Lord. Hey, Scott you know? Bowling. Yeah, that guy, man. No doubt. No doubt about it, man. So, yes, indeed. Yeah, make sure you check him out. But so, 
We're going to go ahead and end this here, but I have one more question for you, uh, young man. One more question is always my last question. What was the last song you listened to? The last song I listened to, man, I was just, uh, what's that? I got to look. Because <laughs> right. I was listening on my car. <laughs> Where's it at here? Library. <laughs> I think it was, uh, what did I do? Here it is. Oh, I was listening to, uh, Nutshell by Allison Chains. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I ask this question because you never know. We as creatives and music lovers, we're always listening to something. And Shout out never... to Mike Inez, too. <laughs> you, never, <laughs> you never know. You never know, man. So awesome, man. So listen. Once again, I just want to thank you very, very much. This has been a great time. The time has just zoomed by. And, of, of course, I could have talked to you forever. And we, we'll have to do this again most definitely. And Yeah, uh, man, always. So I, yeah, so I just want to say the floor is yours. If you want to say anything, let people know what they need to know about the guy, the dollar bill. Bill, you guys. Yes, indeed. Holla at him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just want to plug, you know, the, the, the podcast, man. You know, it's like for – for the Lord's listeners, man, if you would maybe do me the honor or pleasure, check, check, uh, check out today's boondoggle, man. Give it a listen. You know, there's a lot, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm new at this. I'm learning. And hopefully you learned about me, you know, on, on this, this, uh, this conversation here, but, uh, you know, today's boondoggle, man, if you could give us a like or listen or, uh, you know, drop us a comment on iTunes or Spotify or Google, you know, today's boondoggles on there. Check us out. I'm trying to build up our YouTube presence, you know, today's boondoggle podcast. Um, and apparently like, you know, the social medias are important. I'm not a 14 year old TikTok dancing dancer or whatever, but we do got a today's boondoggle TikTok. We got today's boondoggle, uh, Instagram, please hit us up on there. Just, just hit Just, you know, hit, just hitting like, or follow, man. It, It does help. You know, and uh, Facebook uh, on all the socials. DomainCLE.com is the website, which could take you to all the socials as well. Our buddy make money making Chris Aiken, as you said, actually <laughs> built that website for me. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, check out DomainCLE.com and, uh, or, you know, hit today's boondoggle up on all the socials. Uh, we're on Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey as well. If uh, if you're anti, you know, if you, you if you got a if you got a grievance with with YouTube, like sometimes I get, you know, <laughs> but uh, there's there's other opportunities out there. You you might catch some of the episodes that you can't seem to find on YouTube on right. <laughs> some of those other channels. But uh, you know, I'm just like I, I'm I'm just a you know veteran retired uh, military guy, single dad just trying to stay, ha- have a purpose, man, and just have a conversation. And fi- while I'm finding myself, I'm helping others, uh, you know, along the way, you know, so just check it out, man, you know, and, and I'm, I'm really grateful that, that Chris connected us. I'm really grateful for the, this new friendship with you. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, man. Uh, hope to hope to keep it keep it going, and you know, hope bigger, better things as as uh, as 
time goes on. You know, it's like you could get caught up. I think we talked about this before too. You know, we could caught get caught up in in the fear programming that's out there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, and you can and it brings you down, dude. And you could just think this is it, you know. Um, but I'm more on, on the faith side, and I think this is this is it. You know, this is the beginning is of the Kenny new. Loggins, this is it. This still right. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, yo, man, I thank you for that very, very much. And uh, of course, you know, I'm going to do what I do, man, to continue to promote this, man. And it's been a wonderful conversation. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your open uh, openness and your truthfulness, man. I, I've just enjoyed it, man. And yeah, a lot of times that you said, I could be selfish with it also because I'm enjoying it just as much because I enjoy this. I am being my authentic self with this this podcast. This, this is 100% me. And I'm loving every single second of it. And I'm thankful, you know, to Chris to be on the network, man. So once again, man, thank you very, very much. And uh, we'll end it there, my brother. All right, man. Thank you. All right. All right. So hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours, truly, the Lord. Ha! The big guy with the big show on Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Rails Entertainment. And my special guest, my special guest, one more time, my special guest, Mr. Bill Bailey from today's Boondoggle, yeah! (laughs) My God! Yes, sir, yes, sir. Thank you so much for being here, bro. All right, thank you, uh, bro. Hey everybody, this is Charlie from After Action. You are listening to Today's Boondoggle. This is Mark Metcalf, and you are listening to Today's Boondoggle with Bailey and Domain Radio. You are listening to Today's Boondoggle with Bailey on Domain Cleveland Radio. Yes, Kato Kalen listens to this all the time. Ha, 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 ha.